Hello, everyone. So first of all, I just want to say thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Um, I know it's been a long time since I've even recorded one of these, but you know what? I'm super happy to be back. This feels so cool to just be recording this audio. So thank you. You're probably a part of my family or friends or a part of the Montreal Design Club community or even the Ottawa Design Club community or maybe the Marseille Design Club community. If you're not, welcome. If you click on this podcast, we're already friends. So, hey, you have a new friend. If right now you need new friends, please reach out to me either on the Montreal Design Club Instagram or you could even go directly on my Instagram. It's Cassandre Jenkins. I'll put it in the show description. And I'm in need of designer friends, so please, if you're in Montreal, let's grab a coffee. I'm super open, and you know what? Maybe we'll even do a podcast episode together. We never know. Also, you're probably wondering what the hell happened. So yeah, I, I released the last episode in March with Isabelle Poirier from Ottawa Design Club. And then we were so excited for her first event that was about to happen, like, in a week, I think. And then, of course, COVID happened, and we had to be creative and think about new ways to reinvent ourselves and all of that while still dealing with our personal lives. So now I'm back, and I try to go where the guest lives to get out of my house because I work from home. So for this episode, I went all the way to a beach in Ottawa that's called Petrie Island, or I think in English called, I guess it would be Petrie Island. I know Isabelle is going to be laughing right now because she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> But anyways, I was so happy to be doing a podcast on a beach because it was so cool and so relaxing and it was really really fun to see Ariane and Isabelle. I didn't even say who was in the podcast, but you can read it. And again, I'm rambling, but you know what? This is how we roll. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. steak that's just a little too well done and you just keep on chewing oh, yeah. on it and it's just not going away we've all been there oh, in yes. our life oh yeah or that uh, like last bit of asparagus that just wasn't cooked enough oh my god that's <laughs> so true <laughs> the stringy asparagus yes yeah, then you're like mm, we've yeah. all witnessed and we've you know what i've witnessed stringy asparagus people also you know that that are just hard to swallow <laughs> to swallow. <laughs> well, what kind of podcast are we doing? No, no, no. I don't mean, mean that. Be like that. I meant. I meant. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, two seconds. That's not what I meant. No. Um, we're also in a, I would say a beach or a park. Is it a beach park? I think it's both. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It would be considered. I think it's a park, but it also happens to be the river, Ottawa River. Is it a peach? <laughs> um, sure, we can make it sure. a peach Your face or, a, of like, or a bark. No. I was like, what kind of that joke is that? A peach or a bark? Yeah. Um, 
but it's yeah. con- I think it's considered a beach. Um, okay. A lot of people in Ottawa actually don't know about it. Um, they tend to go to Mooney's Bay more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say it's more central, but we're at the very east of Orleans right now um, in Petrail, and, and it's a beautiful day. Finally, because it's okay. been raining last week. Um, so, if you haven't, if you have no idea who I'm talking to, um, you can go back to uh, the last podcast episode where uh, I talked with Izzy for a long time. I think it's one of my longest podcasts that I've ever done. Um, and I tried to cut it short too. Um, <laughs> That's my mistake. <laughs> Because I tend to go on tangents. No, I think it's both our mistakes because we're both, like, talkative people. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're, like, two fishes that are just, like, babbling. Blah, 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 Pretty blah. much, yeah. Um, <laughs> and today we're also with Ariane, who is the other co-founder of Ottawa Design Club that we didn't have a chance to meet. And then the whole COVID thing happened. So, finally. <laughs> Here I am. Yes. <laughs> so, um, do you want to say who you are? And sure. Yeah. What I'm all about. Yes. Um, cool. <laughs> I'm Ariane, and yeah, I won't say again. I guess I will. I'm co-founder of Ottawa Design Club with Izzy. Uh, from 9 to 5, I'm a senior graphic designer for the University of Ottawa. And apart from that, I'm a introverted bookworm um, What else? Yes, I read a lot, I'm alone a lot, and I like it. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> That's cool. I like to do some yoga and some outdoor walks and things like that. I don't know. And how did you end up to be a senior graphic designer? Um, I, well, my whole parcours yeah. <laughs> journey, journey. journey. Yeah. towards my job, my current job, I started... Um, Well, I went to La Cité Collégiale in graphic design after a Why? year off of high school. Yeah, I, um, I finished high school, I went to a private college, and I hated my life, so I quit. And I went to work for a year trying to figure out what I wanted to do. While I was working, my brother was taking an advertising class at La Cité, and I thought that was kind of cool, and I liked... Because there was a part of graphic design in his class that he would do. And so I, I always thought that was interesting and it looked fun, but I didn't even know what graphic design was and mm. I didn't even know it was a career or a thing. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do advertising because that's what he's doing. And I had no clue. I had no clue what I wanted to do at all. So I, yeah, I enrolled in advertising for the following year. And last minute I realized that the only part of the advertising program that seemed int- interesting was the graphic design part. So I switched last minute my application I did my portfolio presentation and everything like that two weeks before school started and and that first class where they are like this is a Mac this is the finder I was like uh-huh okay, I have no idea. <laughs> nice but I'm wait I'm wondering what's the difference between advertisement and graphic design like what type of what were you learning in advertisement that well, wasn't graphic design I didn't take the the class but it was more marketing strategies like building a campaign Mm. he had to do a lot of um finding like taglines and google ad keywords i mean it wasn't super into google ads yet i think but Mm -hmm. yeah my brother's not super talkative so he didn't 
share that much about his school program. But yeah, there was graphic design was only a small part of it because he would technically, if he worked in advertising now, which he doesn't, he would be kind of like a marketer or a, mm. mar yeah, he'd be a marketing agent. What does he or do now? Like he works in. Um, in a, in a hotel, like in restoration. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's like, no <laughs> advertisement, no. Yeah, no, it wasn't his thing. He 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 didn't like. Uh, yeah, wasn't he realized it wasn't his thing, which is totally fine. Sure. I um, so then I I had an internship at an agency after I finished my program, which I quit after a year because well they hired me and then I quit after a year because I thought I hated graphic design and I sucked. <laughs> and then I went and worked for my dad for a bit in real estate wow. and I was like oh maybe I'll do go in real estate too can make a lot of money <laughs> seems kind of you know fun lifestyle uh, but then I yeah that didn't pan out either and I decided I saw a job opportunity at the university as a junior designer and I got it and yeah and then I just kind of Stayed in my junior designer position for two years. Went into a project coordination position, and then uh, then evolved to a senior graphic designer position in a, in another department. And that cool. is the story. <laughs> so I just learned something from you because yes. I didn't know that you actually went in advertising first and then switched at the very last minute. But it's funny because I kind of did the same thing. Oh really? After university. So after I graduated from my BFA, I'm like, I'd like to have a more hands-on experience. So I actually went to La Cité Collégiale for one semester and I started two weeks in advertising and then same thing, like it's the graphic design part that I like. And I switched and ended up hating it. So I actually quit <laughs> and I went to do part-time classes instead at Algonquin. But it's funny because I had no idea. Yeah. That, yeah. But I didn't even start, you know, the program. I realized a bit before... I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going in the right thing. And then I, mm. it was, and then when I realized what graphic design was, I was like, yes, this is perfect for me. And I, how come I didn't know that this existed? Oh <laughs> I don't my know. God. It's so funny because now um, I'm turning towards advertisement. Yeah. And uh, like, I loved the graphic design in school and I loved it at the beginning, but uh, I didn't like the whole, um, like working on the same project for a long, 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 long time. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like to do a thousand things at the same time and all of that. And um, spending like hours on Photoshop just wasn't for me. And so now I'm currently uh, back kind of online and I'm doing like online classes on the side and I'm learning about uh, digital marketing and specifically like media social media strategy but of course now it's oh my god the baby in the back sorry <laughs> uh, but now of course it's it's so much bigger than probably you guys learned back in the day like it's it's been evolving oh yeah so, mm -hmm. you know the whole social media <laughs> game and all that there wasn't even like influencers back in the day nope. so. no uh, i had a class that was specifically for radio slogans which wow uh, I, and and even going in again like i had lasted two <laughs> you weeks can right see that i was old. like what am i doing here and plus like going back to college was kind of like the same experience as high school for me the biggest mm -hmm. thing that um surprised me was that nobody trusted me like in, in university mm. you can actually piece or go to the bathroom or bring your coffee in class which I was not able to do 
yeah. at that stage, which to me was like, but I'm an adult. Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was 17 still when I first started, so mm. uh, yeah, it was a natural evolution from high school, I guess. Yeah. I had had that year off where I was working full time before figuring out what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mm. was still a, I was still pretty much a high school kid. Mm. <laughs> 17, yeah, I was 22. When I yeah, yeah and there's it's, a big difference. It is a big difference. But you can see also like when all the people in your class are like way younger, that's when you feel older. <laughs> yeah. Because if if the, everyone is is the same age as you, you kind of don't really see it. Um, people had their prom pictures as their background on their laptops. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Yet I was actually talking with Matt to get our first house. Yeah. Uh, so Whoa. I mean, we were still very young to be house owners, but. Um, we were actually looking. <laughs> At 22? Yeah, that's young. Well, he, he's older, right? So, oh. like, I was... It's technically his house. <laughs> mm. I was just, like, the follower. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I had, like, different priorities than, than they had. Um, when they asked me to go out clubbing, I'm like, um, I'm not sure if, like... I would drink as much as you do, guys, or if mm-hmm. I would dance as much as you guys. <laughs> it's also different if you if you're like in the in the countryside or in the city side. Like you can see the difference of like the lifestyle that people have. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. Plus, I was not in all the classes because right. I was yeah credited a few of them. So mm-hmm. I was an outsider, um, and I felt like an outsider just being older. I hate being the oldest at the table, which I am right now, but. <laughs> But one year. And I hate Not being even. the youngest. It's a few months. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's I don't even months. know what the difference was. Is March, eight, I, October. March and October. So six yeah. months. Yeah. Please don't make me older than no, I am. No, no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was lucky in my class. We were super tight. We became really tight knit. My graphic design class, mm-hmm. maybe 10 of us. We still are in touch now. And the age gaps were really big because one of them had quit high school, you know, second year of high school and had was just coming back to school and he was 24, 25 mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we got along with him so I had a really, really good experience at last day. Not a lot of, not everyone has that sort of, uh, friend, make that kind of friendship in college I've mm-hmm. noticed. So I feel really lucky. That, that was a great experience. That's a boat. It's a boat. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Okay, we'll we get it. it. Show we'll off. It. My God. The things we'll we do with boat. COVID, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I want to have a boat one day too. So. Hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm such like life. a water person. Well, I'm also a water sign, so that helps. But yeah. We're not going to... Well, now we have to, but you get me because we have the same birthday. So. Yes. Now it's said <laughs> again. And uh, let's that's put it. some emphasis. We have the same birthday, just a few years apart. Exactly. <laughs> Still at school. Doesn't matter if I'm younger or you're older. I think it's it fine. depends on the day. Some days I feel like I'm 46, and other days like I'm 16. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Not in you. In me too. I mean. <laughs> yeah, me too. Of course. Oh, is he's 46 today? Mm-hmm. I better yeah. be on my best behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. If I take my finger out, hey, little girl. Oh, wow. (laughs) So today, what are you, like, how old are you today? 
Oh, it's Friday, so I'm definitely in the Younger. 40s. Oh, so, older. Oh, oh yeah, because it's, it's like I'm tired. Oh. And it's a long week. Well, this week was kind of awkward, but we won't go in. <laughs> <laughs> we all have awkward weeks. Yep. Yes. Um, if you've had an awkward week, I'm sorry. A uh, hug from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do it. You're awesome. Do it. Oh, no, you're amazing. Sorry. You got this. You got That's this. It. I'm the queen of awkward, so every week is awkward for me. <laughs> I think the the most awkward is the first phone call on Mondays. That's mm. that's the worst. Mm. The Zoom call where you look the like a The first Zoom call of the week <laughs> <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> um so wait, I'm I'm trying to remember the first time I met Ariane. Uh do you know this the first time I think we met through... Z- oh, I do know. I you do? Remembered. It was a call with uh, with us three and Lucille from Marseille Design Club. Mm. And what were we talking about, though? I forget. Because uh, we talk about a lot of stuff all That's the time. Uh, was that last year or this year? No, because I only joined... You the... joined this year? Yeah. Yeah. In oh, my maybe, God. Uh, In my February? head? Yeah, February. What? In my head, you were there the whole time. <laughs> no, I was like oh a surprise. God. Yeah, <laughs> basically, well, it's a good surprise. So it's oh cool. yeah, and I'm so glad to yeah. have Ariane. Like, like this, the club wouldn't be what it is without Ariane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, so yeah, and we were talking before this podcast, and I even realized that you've you've never been to a Montreal Design Club. I have not. I know, but I'm an imp- you I'm, wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. I have been following Montreal Design Club ever since um, Mathieu Lachapelle from Dinette went. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan of Dinette and I'm a, I have a subscription to their magazine since the start. Uh, and I've been following him for a long time. And then he was, you know, speaking at your event. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what's this Montreal Design Club? So cool. So I started following you guys. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't know about this event before, like, it was happening because mm. that's probably one I would have maybe gone, <gasps> tried to go to. And Matsir is one of the kindest human being I've ever met in my life. He's that's just awesome. so, you know, the, a, a person that you meet and you're like, the person that I have in front of me is a hundred percent them. Mm-hmm. Like they're, mm. they're not bullshitting you. What you see is definitely what you get. And like you saw it in, in like his presentation, it was, I think it was the most uh, authentic. Authentic. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he was just him a hundred percent, and he loved it. And uh, yeah, it, it's still to this day one of my favorites. So, shout out to Dinette Magazine because I really, really, genuinely love that it's like even a bromat. So like from the the country, the the country. Oh my god. The outskirts. The 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 what's campagne, man? Outskirts. Outskirts, well, the countryside. countryside, countryside, yeah. <laughs> That's what you. Mean. I had like, but I had like country, like page on my oh, head, and I'm like, no, that's not it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I I like to like help small businesses, and he's definitely one of like my favorite magazines uh, of like small businesses. So please go check him out. Um, And, uh, yeah, so maybe we can start by 
maybe talking about uh, your whole, the whole Ottawa Design Club journey and how it had all its up and downs. Because the last time we did the, this podcast, uh, we were talking about the the next event and how excited we were <laughs> about the event. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we were, what, five days prior yep. to our event before COVID hit. Mm. Um, it, it, I mean, we had conversations, like we knew it was coming, but um, nothing official was, like, announced. Mm -hmm. So we were still proceeding as, like, um, as if nothing would, would happen. But then um, the Friday before the, the, well, we were going to have our first event at Saw Gallery and they actually canceled their event. So that for us was a big indicator that maybe we should do the same given that it's the same exact same space. Yeah. So um, we reached out to other um, local like, event series, uh, like local talks and creative mornings to see like what they were doing. They said they were canceling their events too, as they were really close to, to ours. So we're like, um, and and we wanted to do that. Like that's that that was our intention to yeah. actually like postpone. Um, it was a very sad email to draft. Oh, it was. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, difficult and necessary, and we knew it, and we went right into action mode like okay what do we need to do to postpone this make sure everybody knows what's happening mm -hmm, because yeah. the news was flooding in you know everyone was canceling the social media was going crazy with cancel 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 postpone so mm -hmm. we had to be quick yeah. but yeah it was hard I think I was I was thinking about this earlier today I was I still hadn't fully realized that we were going to be hosting our event mm, same <laughs> you know it hadn't sunk in yet because It, yeah. it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So I think it was that I didn't fully realize the COVID thing either. I was still kind of in like, okay, let's do this. Let's get it done. Mm -hmm. But then after, you know, after the email was sent and everything, I was like, oh, wow. It's like, it's really mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. We actually opened a, a Google Doc, the three of us. So Jolien was still with us back then. Jolien now has moved back to, with her family in New Brunswick. So uh, we had like, a, I mean, that happened a bit later. But Jolien, um, we were all, the three of us, we kind of just like drafted all at the same time. We were all writing in a doc at the same time for that email to be sent that the safety of our members uh, is what's really important to us. I mean, our members is why we do this, mm. right? So we want their best interests. Um, but it was funny to just see everybody kind of like yeah. going in and changing their paragraphs. That it <laughs> Yeah. You know in yeah. Google Doc when you see everyone's little names like typing mm. at the same time? It, it was almost surreal. And then it was sent and it's like, oh. And the day that we were supposed to have the event, we actually didn't speak to one another no. at all. I think we all had the feels. Yeah. 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 Well, and even me, because I, even if I had nothing to do with it and I didn't really organize it, well, I helped you at the beginning with. with uh, definitely, you were coaching us a lot. <clears throat> yeah. And also, I just, like, we just made the first Marseille Design Club. So I was so excited for the first Ottawa one because the first Marseille one went so well that I was like, okay, good, I'm ready for. Ottawa and I remember like even Marseille was was talking about the second event and then you guys were talking about okay well our second event and everything was going 
so smoothly and I was mm -hmm. so I, I was so happy because I was like I wouldn't have imagined like other people for Ottawa and for Marseille so for me it was like okay we got like the perfect recipe this is awesome and then like having everything explode and then okay what the fuck do we do mm -hmm. um so yeah what the fuck did you do um so basically i we saw a lot of other events going online having like webinars and especially at the beginning in the first month like like i had fomo for not being able to attend all those online events but after a while it kind of became repetitive because you know watching a zoom even if it's on the side as i'm working It actually takes a lot of energy to do two things at once, even if it's just listening. Like, same for a podcast. Like I think you kind of need to give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. And we were also observing what other people were doing because we're still learning, right? This is still Ooh. like we're at the very beginning of our journey. Yeah, you didn't, didn't even have time to do one event. So, yeah. of course. Um, so, and we had meetings and um, we're like okay like let's be active on instagram because who knows like it may be just three months and th the other thing is not knowing like you can't mm -hmm. plan ahead yeah. um like let's be active on instagram like let's like maybe gain more followers gain more members but at some point after three months we're like okay we need to do something like we <laughs> we can't just go silent no exactly yeah i don't know that it was three months or something we... like that sorry because mm, march april Maybe. we let like maybe a month and a half or two months go by yeah where all we did we kept engaging with our followers on, on social media but exactly we didn't know what we should do and what would be fun because i was fed up with online mm -hmm. things i was you know all my favorite singers and artists were doing online concerts that i was watching and after all i was like i was like okay like i'm done mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't want to listen to you sing anymore mm -hmm. um so And we didn't want to just do a webinar because we felt like that's very easy to just watch on your own time. There's so much already on YouTube or you can just go and learn what you want to learn when you have time for it, not necessarily live. Mm. Um, so you were like, let's make this. My God, <laughs> can you please not kill each other? But they're having fun. I know, but... So I think in the title of the podcast, I'll be like, uh, this podcast with Izzy and Ariane and the two screaming kids. <laughs> it's okay. It's, we're outside. We're in a public place. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, again, it's a gorgeous day. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. We're just excited to be outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're all excited to be out of the house. Exactly. We're all trying to like, I, rem I remember once like, The COVID thing was like slowly going away. Well, it's not totally gone, but you know what like I mean. Phase two, phase three. Exactly. I was like, okay, let's make a whole bunch of plans for nothing. Like I'm gonna go all the way. Yeah, last week I went to Quebec just to go have supper with my mom because I couldn't do it anymore. So we're here because you know what? Even if it took me two hours to come here. <laughs> It's two hours, you know, and, and I'm out of, of Montreal because right now the construction is just horrible. I'm sorry for everyone who lives in Montreal. Uh, please get out of the city because it's awful. Uh, normally it's an incredible city, but right now, don't go. 
but it's also nice to see each other in the flesh because we've seen yeah. each other in in like virtually only like we were just saying even before this podcast that it's actually the fourth time that i see ariane in, in the flesh so yes. and we basically talk every day so that's it <laughs> it's very uh, yeah. interesting mm-hmm. so so then uh you your you did your first online event do you want to talk about that Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically because of every, like all the other webinars and it's not it's not like um it's not just disregarding like other online events because they are hard to to plan and and mm-hmm. how how can you actually appeal to a wide audience, right? Like it's um it's a whole different game. But what basically we we went back to our mission as the club and it's like we really want the networking part to community part the community exactly like the community part to actually like be the star of mm-hmm. an online event and how do we do that because we're all alone at the end of the day so how do we like join together that's it and if i recall my experiences from the Montreal Design Club I actually left with a phone full of contacts and mm. new followers and yeah. and every time I attended it's like I was meeting my long lost family so Cute. I wanted that to be the same thing but online and that's really hard to mm-hmm. generate definitely yeah. because a lot of the events you go to there's a lot of people so you don't get to talk to anyone really you're mostly listening to the mm-hmm. to the host mm-hmm. which can be great in in some ways but we wanted to foster networking communication and having people be able to engage with other people their peers other designers so we decided to keep it small like a maximum number of people that was key to be able to have people talk to each other and not just us talking at people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so interactivity I think was like how we figured out like if we if we give people like a project that they can still talk at the same time as they do it. Mm-hmm. That and plus like by doing a project for people who are more introvert might not realize that they're actually talking to because their mind are being taken off of the actual jitters that oh I'm speaking to someone I don't know online mm, yeah exactly <laughs> um, so we started with the beer label yeah. um, workshop um, we sold out in what one day and a half or something yeah like that it was really the fast the first very one fast, yeah. all the tickets were gone quickly and the beer idea came kind of because we're, we were talking about the idea of having people come and have a beer online together and just having something really casual And I think that's how the beer label came to be. I think so, yeah. <laughs> and so do you want to explain what the event was? Like, what was the purpose of the event mm-hmm. and all of that? Sure. So what we did was give a little design challenge to everyone, which was to design a beer label or beer can. Um, and we gave a, a scope that was fun and a mood board. And the whole thing was kind of like a, an assignment you'd have in school, but mm-hmm. just for fun, just for a personal project. Because it's also hard sometimes to come up with ideas for things to do. Everybody says you should do personal work, personal projects, but sometimes it's hard to motivate yourself. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too, is just to give an outlet or uh, an easy way to, to do that personal work. And so that's, that was the, the scope and project for the first event. And then we had a guest speaker come in from Character Creative to talk about his process because they design a lot of beer labels um, mm there as well so that was you know a little bonus to have someone an expert from the industry talk about 
quickly about his process too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was very engaging too, and like what came out of it was like make the beer like tell the story, which I think that some for some people it's like because when you think marketing and like selling a package design that there's a lot of marketing but like his approach was different so that mm. was very interesting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and um again the screaming kid i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> look we all have bad days it's fine i get it sometimes i scream like that you know when <laughs> So when, when that happens to me, I'm like, it's time for wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll remember this. If you, if you ever scream like that, please go get a glass of wine. Like, take a break. That's, go take a walk. That's it. Take a Relax. Walk. With your glass of wine, all bougie. Glass of wine. Take a walk in the backyard with oh your glass my God. of wine. Wow. Uh, well why not do this right now like if you're listening to this podcast just go grab a glass of wine and just go if you have if you don't have a backyard and you're like me just go outside with your glass of wine why not i mean i've never done it but i think i'm gonna do it and then i'm gonna come back home and scream my ass off you know if you do please film yourself and tag us because i want to yes. see yeah, okay <laughs> so um yeah i'll probably put in the story so if ever can go see the Montreal Design Club stories. Uh, no one will understand <laughs> what the That's hell okay. I'm doing. Um, so, so yeah, I remember because I, I attended the 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 first. <laughs> sorry, I can't concentrate. I I have like an attention problem, so sometimes it's <laughs> a little intense. Um, but yeah, I remember being so happy because even though it was an Ottawa design club I could still feel just the design club vibe so that was really cool um, and also I could feel the Ottawa vibe and everyone that was there was just I, I could feel like everyone that was in the event I could be friends with mm -hmm. yeah and half of more than half of them I didn't know and were that haven't hadn't even come to the Montreal design club so it was so cool to see another wave of people That's it. And the fact that we went online, we actually opened the tickets for, for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so people from Montreal attended, people from outside of Ottawa attended, people from um, close to Toronto attended. So the club kind of took another meeting um, in the sense that it's not your postal code. It's the yeah. feeling that you, you get whenever you attend. And the stories and the questions that were being asked like, was just so rich. Mm -hmm. um, we ended the first event being like, wow, did that just happen? Like, did we do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you feel yeah. high, kind of like yeah. high on life at the, at the end. And we were, what, like 16, 17 people? And it, yeah. it, it felt like a, this big party, um, mm -hmm. even though we, we designed at the same time and um, had a few drinks. I have a few drinks <laughs> oh my god but at least you're at home after because that's, that's it the worst is and i've done it a couple of times is drink way too much before an event and then you have to go on stage and actually talk to people oh my god that's going to be me <laughs> yeah but don't worry we'll be there to be like izzy you don't need another glass of wine calm that's down it. please there will be a volunteer just for that yeah, yeah. jafal if you come yes. to this 
This is going to be your task. Jaffa or Sergio. (laughs) Yes, that's it. Uh, Speaking of uh, people that's outside of of Ottawa physically, um, I want to give a big shout out to my friend Sean, who uh, attended the last two events and uh, is from Vancouver, BC. Mm -hmm. So when when we're, we're saying there's no boundaries, there is no boundaries. And Sean is part of our community. And yesterday, he just announced that he is going to become a father. Awesome! So, yeah. Congratulations! I was super happy for him and I wanted to give him a big shout out because this is big news and it, I felt really touched that he wanted to share that with me. So That's now I'm so sharing cool. it with the world. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows now. Everyone knows now. But he did announce it on his social, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he already told the world. Like, yeah. that, that's it. We're safe. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we even have had um, someone from Australia, which blew that's, my mind. Mm-hmm. It was morning for her and nighttime for us, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that anyways. Yeah. So since then, you've done three yeah. events. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you've also done a couple of other things on the side, so... Yes. Uh, I just want to say that the Mystery Design Box was my favorite one so far. It was like so the, cool. The workshop, so it was like a la Master Chef, uh, where we ga- gave um, a Mystery Design Box, literally like a kit of design, and people had to build a poster. Um, the results still surprises me. Yeah. Um, it was Everybody was so good. You yeah. can see the results on the Ottawa Design Club page, if, yeah. if you're curious, mm-hmm. on the Instagram. On Instagram and soon to be on the website. Mm. Uh, I'm slacking in that. <laughs> oh my God. That's okay. Look, Kevin was supposed to make his, uh, his website and it took more than a year to finish it. So you're fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, Kev, for telling everyone. <laughs> Um, and since then, well, we had some takeovers on our Instagram, which was really fun. Yeah, we wanted to share, um, to give our platform to designers from Ottawa, you know, to just showcase their work, but not only from Ottawa, actually, from our community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we had a bunch of takeovers. And how did you end up with the idea of a mystery box? Oh, right. Oh, uh, basically, at the first event, we had uh, Marianne Saint-Saëns uh, mm-hmm. attend. And um, she has a, such a cool title. <laughs> yes, she does. she does. And she's. Do you remember her title? I don't remember. Oh man, put it I on think the spot. it's something like. It's like. Uh, oh well, you, we can Raven Brand. Yeah. For the Senate. art director, hold. Like, Look, talk about the mystery box, and she'll Sounds search good. it. <laughs> so Marianne um, did an exercise is a manage, manage, manages designers at the Senate and she decided to uh, to motivate them and bring creativity back especially during these times working from home to give them little uh, typography challenges to do so just like a uh, project for fun not for a client or anything like that and we thought that was awesome and we we were like oh can you please be my boss because that sounds really fun <laughs> and you sound you sound like a great boss um, so yeah, we were inspired and had a meeting with her to see if she wanted to collaborate with us to throw the next event. And while brainstorming with her, we uh, we kind of realized we would be giving the, the participants some some elements to work with. And then we're like, oh, what if we, it was a mystery design box, kind of like on MasterChef, like when you get those surprise ingredients mm-hmm. that you don't know what you're going to do, and then you just have to create something out of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was definitely inspired by Marianne. Mm-hmm. We found her cool. title. Yes, her title is 
Chief Creative Services at Synod of Ottawa. That's wow. it. She's going to make fun of us for bringing up her title of again. Course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, guys, get over it. Because <laughs> every time I'm like, it's such a sexy title. <laughs> it like, is. And, and, and I made that voice on purpose. <laughs> is that your sexy voice? That's my sexy voice. <laughs> is it working? Oh, my God. Authentic at all. (laughs) I don't know what my sexy voice is. (laughs) I feel bad about this. I don't have a sexy voice. This is it, guys. This is not my real sexy voice, guys. (laughs) Well, ask Matthew. You can keep keep that part of you uh, a mystery. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. That's in my mystery box. Oh my wow. special ingredients. That's it. Her <laughs> sexy voice. That's it. Oh my god. That's right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry guys. This is just so. my silliness. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the events were awesome. And uh, another thing that you guys did, which uh, was super entertaining, uh, was the Instagram takeovers. Mm-hmm. So, tell me, like, how did you get to like oh let's do takeovers so i mean you said it uh it's like it was just the opportunity to give our the designers in our community a platform and community that's like the large sense of the word it's not just ottawa um Mm -hmm. we had to take a break with everything that was going on uh on on the social media with the black lives matter we wanted to give a like people their voice and the space for their voices so we respected that we started uh recently uh, again mm-hmm. um we're kind of stalling a little bit for like all of our uh takeovers right now because we have a lot going on <laughs> and like we like we need to scatter our content <laughs> but i think it just during covid it was perfect because i had something i had like someone to listen through like the whole day while I was working mm-hmm. so Len uh, and also I felt a little bad because I did my takeover uh, before a whole bunch of people and I realized that if I would have passed after I would have changed completely the way Kevin we're talking about yes. you <laughs> <sighs> yeah we had some expert um Instagram takeovers, I don't know, stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, everybody kind of brought their uh, personality to it, and yep. that's exactly what we wanted. It was just kind of to um, showcase that creativity doesn't necessarily have a container, a specific container. And by container, I mean, like, style of person. Um, and we had, uh, so we had Jared that really brought his personality with his music taste and, and yep. books. Uh, we had Barbara who like showed us how extremely organized she is um, and show- showcased like a few of her projects which we got a lot of engagement on mm. and Ryan like how Ryan got like his gigs and how he does that on the side and like everybody brought their special touch yeah. and it was Kevin so made rich. pizza Kevin made pizza yeah. um, I, for you <laughs> I love when you said when you had your first sip of coffee and then you said now I can start my day I'm like relatable like this is (laughs) 
this is great. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So if if ever you want to see all those Instagram takeovers are in your highlight, right? They are in the highlights, and I just want to say how Lucille. Lucille, yeah. every time I watch, I rewatch yours, and I see the beautiful Marseille um, landscape. Yeah. FOMO, man. FOMO. Mm. <laughs> I just want to be there. Yeah, so if you want to travel to, to Marseille, go see our highlights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lucille's takeover uh, made us dream a little bit. Or mm-hmm. you can also go follow the Instagram of Marseille Design Club, because they recently uh, did an event So you can see like the the beauty of Marseille and uh, I miss it. I hope we'll be able to go back one day and uh, see the whole team because it's 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 so funny how when we started, I started only with Izzy and Lucille, and they were both starting pretty much at the same like with pretty much nothing and like hey I want to do an event but I don't know how I don't know when mm-hmm. and like I need something and I don't know anyone like how am I gonna get uh, volunteers how am I gonna get people to help me like I have no idea and naturally like they both went to get like the perfect people to surround themselves with and uh It's so cool to see because now I have like a whole bunch of new friends in Marseille and in Ottawa. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's even deeper than that. I feel like we're a big family. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Like mm-hmm. I, I can, I feel like I can call Lucille whenever and say, "Hey, like this, you know." If, sh- and and same for you, same for Ariane. Ariane, they call all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had like deep conversations. <laughs> oh my god, we talked about Hillary Duff a little too long, but <laughs> but <laughs> that's okay. Well, I'm all for it. <laughs> And our cats. <laughs> And yes. our fellow Beautiful. cat lady over yes, here. Yes, We're all cat ladies here. <laughs> But, you know, it's kind of like... There's people that have cats for themselves. And for me, it's like I, I, I have a cat... And it's not just for me. It's also like for her. And she's like really my daughter. And I want her to be the perfect little being that she is. And I... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I love her so much. So... She's not going to watch the podcast, so everyone's going to be like, oh, please shut up about your cat. Uh, but if you want to see my cat, you can follow me on my Instagram. Shameless plug. Yeah. Or all of, like, Izzy's Instagram also. Oh, uh, you can see both her cat well, and Ariane. Yes. A lot um, of cats. So, yeah. Two cats. If you're a, cat, a crazy cat lady like us, please come and talk to me. I would love, I'm sure we would be perfect friends. Yes. Let's let's all be cat friends. Oh, uh, we should make like a group, the crazy cat ladies. I don't have time for that. I know. <laughs> I'm doing too much. That's it. <laughs> um, also, wait, did you have something else to say about the Instagram takeovers? takeovers or? No, I really want to talk about the zine. Though. Okay, well, that's where I was going. <laughs> There Perfect. you go. So, go ahead. So, the zine started out as... Wait, like, what is a zine? Oh, Great question. Can you help me answer that? I think yes. Yeah. I, I didn't know what a zine was a few years ago too, and I was like, what's a and I was like, what's a zine? Zine. Um, and then I googled it and realized that it's a self it's a zine first of all, and it's uh, a self-published magazine, so anyone can make their own zine and sell it. There's a lot of fest- zine festivals. There's one in Montreal where everyone sells their zines. Mm. It's a um, mostly very short um, magazines uh, kind of bound by hand or made 
you know, it's just self-published. So you can make it however you want. Mm -hmm. That's the great, the beauty of it. And, you know, it's, you can put whatever you want in there. Mm -hmm. So basically you create your own content. Mm -hmm. um, and there's no rules. Like you make your own rules. So it could be like if you have like multiple issues, it could be all the same thing and you just change a few things. Or it could be like not even the same format and like it could go, you know, it, it's not like a magazine where everything is always the same and you'll find kind of the same content every time. It's a, it's a very artsy magazine. That's it. It's more mainstream. <laughs> um, so it, it's, I think the idea came that uh, we wanted to have like just give a platform again to, to our, our members and not having events. I were like, how are we going to do this? And wouldn't it be nice to just go back to the craft of graphic design and have something tangible with printed and in our hands and, you know, like just yeah. having something tactile. fun, tactile. Yeah. Um, so, and just seeing the wonderful creativity that came out of COVID, like I find that everybody, especially in phase one, everybody um, had more time on their hands and they just started creating. And I was seeing a lot of good stuff, like such good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ah, like, wouldn't it be fun to just have like one place and just to put it all together yeah. mm -hmm. and to have that as like, even though for some it's a bad souvenir, it's still something historical that we're living. And um, it would be nice to just have like the amazingness that came out of it mm -hmm. all in one place. The positive that came out of exactly. it. Exactly. So we started brainstorming. Um, on the zine and we brought in another volunteer his name is uh, Adrian who works at Spark Advocacy and uh, he's a creative director there so he really helped us elevate our idea um, and yeah we have been working for what the last three months on this probably at first yeah. it was more loose conversations and now it's very mm -hmm. tangible and our we've received all our applications and we're putting it together so the theme of our first edition is the quarantine the creativity that happened during quarantine um, so that's what we're focusing on for this edition but the next ones will have different themes as, as well because we decided to not just make it this one time we want to mm -hmm. make it something recurrent that we can uh, feature a communi community's work and it's been really fun I think it's for both Izzy and I something we've always kind of wanted to do as graphic designers like oh I'd love to work on a magazine or a zine or something like that mm -hmm. and now it's actually happening which is kind of mind-blowing but really fun it's it's yeah. insane how like the only thing you need to do is just say what you want and just do it exactly. <laughs> well there was also the platform right because like when you think about it like hey i'm going to publish a, a zine all to yourself i mean you can do it but um thinking about it like if i were to do this alone let's say with my business how can you justify asking people to be featured if, when it's a business thing right but like mm. as the club it's a community yeah. thing so like it aligns more with the mission so that's mm -hmm. like it just made sense and we're like oh like wouldn't that be cool like we can't focus our efforts on the event but how about if we did something tangible that we could potentially even sell at the events after it's also a great way for us to gather some funds for the events and for the the oncoming zine so mm -hmm. there's uh there was a lot of uh planning and marketing around that yeah <laughs> 
because uh, also newsflash an event is not free <laughs> it's not <laughs> no exactly so, but um, we uh, we actually were very very lucky that the zine is a hundred percent sponsored um, so especially right now with the printing um, that took a really big hit during COVID, the fact that uh, Orleans Printing were able to give us a fully sponsored zine um, is amazing. And I want to say thank you to Ciro, uh, who's allowing us this opportunity. And also want to mention House of Common, who came to us and is helping us uh, also with the uh, zine printing and marketing and everything. So like, we're just so well surrounded. The yes. family is growing. Yeah. What can mm. we ask for more? Like <laughs> I'm shaking inside and I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> so if if we ask uh, Izzy last year, um, and like Izzy now, like did you, like I know we you didn't you weren't able to make an event, but like are you happy with like how you've grown with the Ottawa Design Club? Yes. Oh my God! Absolutely. Um, Sometimes I think of myself like where I was at a year ago and I'm like, well, it's not even the same person. Mm. Um, I think the club has helped me grow like a lot in my business and vice versa. Everything that I learn in my business, I apply to the club. And everything that I'm learning from all the members in the community from the club, I apply to my business. And it, I just feel, again, like that no matter what happens, I have a family. Like, I have people that's going to support me. So, mm -hmm. I think that's the, the best feeling that you can ask. Whereas, yeah. I was not feeling necessarily like that a year ago. Mm. I think it also, well, even for Ariane, I feel like you both, I can feel, like, the confidence of, like, fuck yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. It's crazy because... I um, I was thinking again. I was thinking about a lot of things while I was driving here. I guess I was thinking of how uh, I've always wanted to be part of a, a club like this. Let's say or start or, st or start one myself, but I never really knew how to do that or didn't really have anyone in my circle of friends that would be willing to kind of start that with me. Mm -hmm. And I've been a volunteer at other events and I've been trying to kind of get in there with other events in Ottawa, but it never really worked out or I just wasn't, I didn't feel at home. Yeah. And I'm so uh, happy because when I saw the Ottawa Design Club was a thing, <laughs> you know, I saw it on the Montreal Design Club Instagram and I was like, I was so excited. And usually I would have been, I would have reacted like, oh, someone else did it. And I, again, I didn't do anything and I didn't start anything myself. And now there's another thing that I'm not a part of. Mm. <laughs> I'll go <laughs> and maybe I'll volunteer, but you know, it's, I'm not going to be in there really. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to write to them right now and say I want to be part of it. <laughs> that's yeah, what I did. That's exactly what Izzy did also. <laughs> yep, that's it. Sometimes you just need to take a leap, take a chance. The worst answer you'll get is a no. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I figured. I was like, well, if they don't want me, I'll just go to events and it'll be fine. But yeah, um, but yeah I'm glad that I did that because kind of, you know, I haven't been thinking of the Ottawa Design Club for as long as, as Izzy, but... Uh, yeah, a year ago, I, I wouldn't. I definitely didn't think that I would be doing anything like this now, mm. and I'm really happy that I am because I feel like I'm. I turned 30, and I'm like creating exactly the life that I want, and everything mm. that I've always kind of wanted to do, I'm doing right now, which is 
pretty awesome. great. <laughs> that is such a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> ah, not there yet. Ah, <laughs> You're already doing a lot though. No. I wish I had your courage at your age. Like I wish I would have quit my job sooner and, and like freelance and do this. Like hmm. it's 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 weird how and I've I've I saw this this uh, quote yesterday and it was like sometimes you feel like uh, like you're nothing but like other people mm -hmm. actually think you're incredible um, so yeah and I feel the imposter syndrome is just oh yeah so intense and I think that it is intense at 25 yeah 25 yes yeah it's incredibly intense at 25 mm. I think that quarter life syndrome is actually a thing <laughs> I second yeah. that because I was the same. I would like be at work scrolling on these blogs that would talk about quitting your job, and I, I just felt like nothing, that I was stuck and not doing anything great. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, it all but, changes at one point. Something clicks in your bed. In your yeah. Brain. But I, I think it's also like finding your purpose, mm -hmm. and that's like really hard to to. To, to define first and then to follow and you can have di like you don't have to have one purpose no. for the rest of your life no. that's also another thing it just needs to speak to you in the moment yeah. and you need to listen to that inner voice um, like I knew for the longest time that I wanted to work for myself but I was like trying to shove that little voice deep down um, when I finally listened to it it's like everything aligned for me mm. um, so yes it's a big leap and you should take steps before taking that leap but um, listen to that purpose write it down and it doesn't mean quitting your job it can mean that you have a mediocre job which you actually enjoy and you have your cat or you have like the side project of doing crochet or mm. whatever you can think of that's going to satisfy that little voice mm. just do it <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I, and I also want to put this out there there's never enough events there's never enough uh, creative processes out there there's always room for one more all the time because it's just if even if you look at the Ottawa Design Club and the Montreal Design Club it's a totally different process but you can see also it's like the same but it's different mm -hmm. um, so you, it's just if you do it and someone else does it it's going to be as interesting because it's going to be you who does it and not someone else. And someone will probably relate more to you than someone else also. It's kind of like love. Like... <laughs> Relationships. Yeah. yeah. It's not because you're you're not beautiful to someone that you're you're not beautiful to anyone. Mm -hmm. um, my God. Deep. So deep. That was super deep. That, that should be our... our yeah. Montreal yeah. Design Club. Well, the design club is like love. It is. Oh, I, I love that. It's like true love. Design with love. Uh, oh, I love that. Imagine the poster. Let's do it. I'm writing it down. Please, if you Add have ideas. To your list. Well, you know what? If if you guys want to do a poster, and please send it to me. I would love to see it. Um, so, yeah. The whole... And, Okay, to be honest, we're we're now happy and like because we're finally together, we're on like a beach. Of course, there's a whole bunch of positivity, but it wasn't all positive, mm -hmm. uh, at least not the last few months. And I think that's important to say, like, 
I've had rough months and I'm sure you guys do. Um, so, but you're all, we're all working from home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you guys have like tips for people who are literally going crazy right now? <laughs> Not really. Um, well, I, I love working from home, so I'm lucky, but I still mm-hmm. had moments of extreme anxiety about everything going on in the world and I started walking. I walk about an hour a day and it's good. I put up music in my ears or a podcast or something like that and I go for and you know maybe not every day if I don't feel like it I don't go it's not a big deal but uh, that has really helped and also I try and wear real clothing maybe at least 50% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which kind of or just get up and have kind of a morning routine before going sit at my computer because at first I was I would wake up I'm, I'm not a morning person so I would wake up you know literally five minutes before I needed to start my day because I was like I can sleep in <laughs> but no that's not a good idea because yeah. you're all groggy mm-hmm. in your first zoom meeting so Yeah, have a little routine. Maybe like on the first day of your period, fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like (laughs) once in a while, you still have to take advantage of the working from home life. Yeah. Wake up five minutes before. Yeah. Before you start. Also, I just want to mention it's right now like almost four, so there's a whole bunch of people. So I'm sorry if you can hear like kids and people. I'm. I know I'm saying sorry a lot, but it's just because I know. I'm gonna hate myself when I do the editing of this podcast. <laughs> I already know this. Um, so, what about you, Izzy? Um, well, I was fully virtual uh, before COVID hit, so I was actually all set up to to work. So that was good. Um, but like, you had a transition to do in January when you, uh, you yeah. Went all but the way. I, it's, that was already like that was part of the process because I wanted my business to be fully virtual so mm-hmm. like I had everything in place so I'm using like email videos and like e- like some automation and um, so I was like that for me like the as far as the work itself it hasn't changed um, for me I I went to the gym five days a week wow yeah um, I did spinning I did crossfit I did um, choreography well, not choreography but it's like a aerobic class I did power barbell, which was it's like with weights. To me, I mean, it's so not like design related, but that's okay. Um, Walking either, no, <laughs> but that's it. Like to me, that was because I was at home and by myself with my cats. Like to me, going to the gym was actually my social time because I have my my crew of people that I love seeing, and we would chat at the end after classes. And like again, they were like a family. It's a different family, but they were a family to me when everything shut down um it's those relationships that i missed like i missed a lot because i would see them every day mm-hmm. um and then even and you the, would count on each other we, w- we were so accountable to each other um and then not being able to actually work out that was another thing because i had no idea how like i knew it was helping my mental health but not to that extent mm-hmm. And because I have anxiety problems as well, um, I was not able to sleep at night because my mind was just rushing and I was like trying to, to like always surpass myself business-wise before I was able to sleep because my body would be tired from the working out. Mm. 
but now my body wasn't tired but my mind was tired so then that went into like a, some insomnia mm. <laughs> um, so that was very difficult at the beginning and then just adjusting uh, always being with my partner which I love but um, it's still an adjustment when you have your alone time at now we're totally okay we also got a new cat which was very distracting so that was awesome <laughs> I think that's that's like what came out of that is like we love our new cat <laughs> um, but uh, like what to do um, I think it's just pin it down like just to realize like what's going on and like how can you solve it it's just like because sometimes you, you don't know why you feel a certain way so I think that my my um, my advice would be like try to figure out why you're like that and mm -hmm. then try to fix it mm -hmm. um, with what's available to you and yeah. sometimes that means like talking to people that you wouldn't know like I know you even at some point you said I feel like I can't call anyone because they're busy and then I sent a message like do you want a phone call <laughs> like do you want to talk like I want to talk too mm. sometimes it's just easy as that that when you feel like you need something put it out in the world and then it's going to come to you so. yeah yeah for sure a hundred percent and I I completely get it also like the whole the whole like moving and all of that I think for me it was also like a time where uh I was like you know what I've been living in my apartment for a long time and I haven't like decorated all like I had white walls everywhere and I was like this is the perfect time mm -hmm. so I went on on like Etsy and I went on all my my favorite uh, artists website and went to like I get I got like a whole bunch of prints and all of my favorite artists and I put it everywhere in my apartment specifically around my office mm -hmm. and so now I feel like I have a whole bunch of creativity every time I go to work and uh, I'm trying to like I think every six months I'm gonna try to like change it up mm. and, and put like new ones and stuff like that and so yeah I think that helped me a lot and uh, and it's also cool like It's the perfect, uh, it's the perfect pooping activity to go on Etsy <laughs> and just search for new artists. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> you went there. I love it. I love it. I definitely did that too because right, it's funny because right before COVID happened, I had just decided to repaint this, uh, my office that I never really used. This is just extra bedroom. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm tired of this roof room just being this random room where we just put everything we don't know where to put it in the house or whatever so I decided to paint it and make it a cute office and yeah I've just been adding more and more prints also and my office is so nice I never want to go back to work <laughs> that's the thing yeah yeah, yeah. so cool I think I'll, I'll try to make like a list of of cool artists and I'll put it in the the podcast description um so If you want to check that out when on when you're on the toilet, go ahead. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think one of the cool things about it is that at least because we're a family, we can still like talk to each other when like things are shitty and all of that, and feel free to do the same. 
Um, there's always room for one more person in our club. So reach out to us. We're literally the most introverted and extroverted people because <laughs> I love being alone, but I love also talking. So it's kind of a mix. And I think Izzy also and Ariane too. Like you, you love talking too. Yeah. Yeah. To some extent. To some extent. <laughs> <laughs> I But, love talking when I'm comfortable with the people I'm talking to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a big thing. But I But think everybody so far in the club I've been comfortable with so it's not uh, a problem yeah our members are so amazing yeah exactly like, they're awesome but that's it so don't don't be shy to like come to see us I remember the first time Izzy came to, to like the first time Izzy wrote to me and I was so open I was like a new friend awesome <laughs> oh my god did you remember I sent you a message and then I got scared and I actually unsent yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And then... <gasps> Why? I did it... Uh, because I think I had like... Because whenever I write too fast, I do... Ariane knows this. <laughs> a lot of spell spelling mistakes. Oh. So, and the first impression counts, right? So I was like, oh no, I can't send... Unsend, unsend, unsend. <laughs> like, I can't send this. And then I just like rewrote it in a proper way. And, and oh. then you had already seen it. So I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Yeah. The deed is done. Well, at least it's just, yeah. I get, I get what you say, but it's worse when it's like New Year's and you send it to your ex. That's like the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's not that bad. No, that yeah. Because no, you can't erase after. No, because they know. It's done. Yeah, they've seen it for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been. A long journey and I'm super happy that everything even if of course it's shitty you know what there's positive things that came out of it um, so do you guys have like recommendations if you're if right now you're feeling a little bit down or you're working and you need more creativity or things like that do you guys have like recommend recommendations It's always a word I have problems with. Recommendation. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I, I I have a big problem saying differentiator. Wow. All the time. When But do you that use that is word. Yeah. Uh, in business, especially in branding, when okay. you say like, and we're talking about competitors, it's like, but what is your differentiator? Like, uh, what sets you apart? Oh, and like, especially when talking to clients, it's like, differentiate the differentiator. <laughs> It is a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Uh, but I, I like that you're trying to like think of new words to say because I would say the same things all the time. I'm like, okay, I need to go on, on the synonyms and just like change my words. You need 10, 10 fancy words that you can just plug in at random moments in the I conversation. Love oh my God. Yes. I love that. Wow. Just to impress people a little bit. Oh my god. Magnifique. I need, <laughs> I need to think of my 10 fancy words that I, think I use. I that maybe we can just plug in some French words in our English sentences. Because in French, it's always it's always fancier, I feel, mm -hmm. than in Especially English. Especially with an English accent. Yes. Mm. Oui, oui. <laughs> so, okay, si on, on, on fait ça en français, vite, ça serait quoi genre un, un mot fancy en français? Avec la... La mouette qui crie en arrière. Mm. Mm. Mon dieu. Oh non, on est bien trop suspect. Mais là, c'est ça, c'était trop sur le moment. Hein? Ouais. Oh, damn. Ok, well, if I. If Betrave. I... 
people in English don't know what the heck that is. It's a what? What is your betrave? What is your betrave? What sets you apart? It's a beet. <laughs> beet like the vegetable. <laughs> what are we saying? In the same Mais. family as the potato. Really? I don't know. I'm just. It's making a root stuff vegetable. Up. It's a. It's a root. It's a root. It's a root. Yeah, I guess. Um, it doesn't take, taste the, the same, but anyways. Carrots, beets, potatoes. And it stains the shit out of everything you have. Actually, <laughs> at least it's a nice color. Again, Sean yeah. and I, we always have like this French little sentence that we plug in whenever we can, and it's uh, "c'est la fin des haricots." Which I've means, never heard that in we, my life. <laughs> which means it's the end of apricots. Um, and like whenever we talk about like government or politics or whatsoever and we're like oh my god we're doomed <laughs> so he's like ah c'est la fin des haricots and I love it <laughs> wow nice yeah. wow it's making me think last week it was one of like there was a whole hurricane situation yeah. and there, there was so much rain last week uh, I'm so happy right now it's so sunny uh, but I'm, we were coming back from Ottawa because I came to Ottawa last week I think I just want to get out of Montreal as much as possible um, and I was with my dad and it was raining so much and he's like oh my god there's so much cats and dogs and I'm like What? Oh no, it's raining like cats and well, dogs. Well, that's it, but he's just, he, was, he just said, oh, there's so much cats and dogs. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is he talking about? I'm like, oh, okay. It's raining cats and dogs. That's so funny. Um, so. Recommendations. Recommendations. Yes, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. That's okay. It was a lovely tangent. Hashtag okay. Sorry. No, I have, a, sorry. I have a, a, a small story to say. So yesterday I went to. Uh, one of my friend's house and we kept on saying like the first 10 minutes we were together I think we said I'm sorry at least 15 times so we decided to pull out a page and write like our our initials and we're like every th every time we say sorry we're gonna put like a streak and at the end the one that has the most sorries uh, has a consequence so I lost <laughs> but from not a lot not a lot hmm. so uh, yeah I'm trying to say I'm trying to to not say sorry as much as possible um, so sorry what are oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice wow. tackling moment uh, what are your recommendations uh, personally every time I wake up um, I'm not a morning person it takes me like an hour to just become like myself every morning um, so I'll actually like just browse on my phone and I'll just like check like design accounts uh, illustrations account uh, fashion accounts like a lot of stuff and I actually bookmark them all and I have like a folder for inspiration um, and different types of inspiration um, so whenever I do feel like I'm I need inspiration for, for work, I go there. Um, I do the same on Pinterest, duh. Uh, and Behance. Behance, you can now have mood boards, which is the best. Oh, cool. Um, and it's great to kind of, especially for clients, when you want to build mood boards, like, well, this business is this, they did this, or just like to have kind of a color idea too. Um, I usually go there. Um, and to just replenish in creativity I like to paddleboard hmm. mm -hmm. my paddleboard which you probably all seen on my personal 
IG, I go to my parents' cottage, put the paddle boat on the water, and there's this beautiful spot with lots of um, lily pads. Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. Sometimes I actually sit on my paddle board and I meditate for five minutes. Like I actually put like med meditation music. Um, and I know it's kind of crazy to bring my phone paddle boarding, but it's the I, I would I do it. it. <laughs> I actually have like the little thing that you yeah. can wrap. So it's mm. it's not, but it's still like very deep. So I could drop it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I do that, and it's just like. Like, nothing is surrounding me. I'm the only one in the world right now. I can actually hear the waves and the wind. And it, that's replenishing for me. Mm. But that's... You can't do that in winter. So I'll have to find something yeah. for winter. <laughs> and you can't really go in, like, a community pool and do it. It's different. It's a different so, vibe. <laughs> yeah, no. You could still put meditation music at home and meditate yeah. for five minutes. There's of a course. lot of apps for that. Or maybe you could, like, put a paddleboard on your couch or something and feel like you're in the ocean. I don't know. Put, like, a YouTube video on the background. Oh, my God, I know. I'm going to get really, really drunk. <laughs> and then I'm going to feel like I'm wobbly. You know when even you're, you're so drunk that whenever you close your eyes, your head's still spinning and you mm. feel as if you're on the water? I'm going to do that and then meditate. And yeah. It's as if oh. I would be or on Or maybe, like, a couple of drops of CBD in there and you'll feel good. I'll have a few gummies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll be super relaxed. That's exactly. what I would do before yeah. Montreal Design Club. So. I hope that none of my clients are listening to oh, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's where I get creativity, you guys. It's all good. Yeah, oh, but yeah. there's no THC. It's fine. It's legit. It's just relaxing. It's just relaxing. Yeah. That's it. We don't do it during the day. No. So oh, my personal time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. recommendation? Yeah. Um, I mean... I've been, I haven't been really listening or uh, reading any design content lately. I've been, my go-to podcast in the last little bit has been a podcast called Books Unbound by Ariel Bissette and Raylene Lemay, I think. Uh, Is it a Canadian? They're two Canadian girls, uh, they're out west, and they talk about books, which is super nerdy, but I said in the beginning I'm a bookworm. And I just love it because their podcast usually lasts an hour. So I, every Tuesday when it comes out, I put it in my... I go for my walk with those two girls oh, talking cool. about books. Mm. They just talk about books they're reading and they recommend books to people that write in asking for recommendations. And it's... I don't know. It's really chill. And I feel like I'm just like listening to my two buddies, my friends in my ears. Mm. And it completely takes my mind of, off of what I'm doing at mm. work. And... Uh, I really enjoy it. I think they're taking a little break right now, so I'm really sad, but I understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm hoping they come back uh, soon because I'm all out of I I'd have to start again and listen to them again, but mm. that'd be a little Doing, redundant. <laughs> because I, I, I edit a lot of podcasts, I know the feeling. It's like, it's intensive, but at the same time, I, I really want to get better at the whole podcast thing because... I, I really understand your feeling of like, oh, you're just with a whole bunch of friends and talking with a gang. Um, I don't know if I'm at that spot with our podcast yet, but I'm definitely going to work on it. Um, did you have uh, other like book recommendations maybe of things you've, you've read? or I've only read fiction lately again, but... Uh... Don't you don't have to. Yeah, I I mean, 
I think that my favorite fiction book, if you like fiction, in the last couple of months was My Year of Rest and Relaxation by wow. Atessa Moshfig, which is super weird. It's about a girl that decides she wants to sleep for a year. Wow. <laughs> just sleep all the time. It's Wait. fiction. It's not um, self-help or anything like that. Is it like a, I think I, was, I saw the cover. Is it like a pink like there's it's like a lighting yeah and then this like kind of old painting of a woman yeah, yeah. i saw it's, the cover of it yeah it's pretty cool and i think they might be making a movie or a tv show for it which oh, i'm pretty excited about that like that would be interesting if she's sleeping well yeah she's, yeah but she's taking a lot of drugs to sleep and and there's all these it's very strange. It's it's she's basically the only character in the story. There's this one other girl, um, but at at some point she has this crazy psychiatrist that just like prescribes her whatever sleeping pill she wants. But wow. of course, you get to a certain point where you're Im kind of immune to the sleeping pills, mm. so you need more. And like what happens and like it's that whole weird circle. It's mm. definitely strange, but I really enjoyed it. Cool. So that's my fiction recommendation. <laughs> If not, I always enjoy the podcast by, uh, if you just want to listen to this super upbeat, kind of crazy dude talking in your ear while you're working, I enjoy Andy J Pizza from Creative Pep Talk, if you mm. want a pep talk. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's all things I've never heard before, so there it's cool. Um, so I ha also have um, podcast and book recommendations. So... For, I'm going to put like a shameless plug here. Um, so Kevin uh, has a podcast that's called Layout. Uh, and it's really cool. I really, really like his podcast. Not only because he mentioned me a whole bunch of times. Um, but also because it's, it's so cool because he talks about design. But he also talks about other things that are surrounding designs. But it's so funny how... A lot of designers have the same kind of hobbies that are not related to design. So yeah. it's it's cool to talk about other things also than design. Uh, so I would really recommend the Layout Podcast. It's also really funny. Um, and the it's a little bit off topic again, but uh, because I'm a, a freelancer, I've started from nothing. I kind of had to like how do I say it? I had to wing it a lot hustle. of the times. Hustle, hustle. wing it, uh, make mistakes. and Hustle. Because wing it is like you don't know what you're doing. You kind of knew what you were doing. You were yeah. trying stuff out. Yeah. Hustle. I hustled. You hustled. I hustled and made uh, a lot of mistakes through it and had a year. My first year uh, freelancing, I paid a lot of taxes and um, it was really expensive because I didn't know how to how to just take care of, of a business because I didn't learn that in school uh, so I really 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 recommend the podcast The Financial Confessions they also talk about other topics uh, concerning money but I think because money is kind of a taboo subject the, the fact that they talk about it kind of like sorry there's a small little kid looking at us um <laughs> the the fact that um they talk about money like it's just another normal topic 
is really cool and they talk about real people not like oh I'm a millionaire and this is what I do to save money mm. it's more of like hey I I make uh, $30,000 and uh, this is how uh, I manage my money to make sure I have a good retirement and oh here I have a business and here's like my tricks to make sure that uh like I don't have to pay as much taxes at the end of the year and things like that so it's like real uh, conversations and they also have a lot of experts over so personally I just think it's really really interesting because I'm really really I come from a place where we didn't talk about money in my family we kind of had to like uh, discover it and do kind of like our own thing So, yeah, I really like uh, the financial confessions. And lastly, for my book recommendations, uh, did you guys see the, um, the Marie Kondo show on Netflix? Oh, yes. Tidying up the, I, I actually the cried. magic? The, I, huh? I actually cried at the Marie Kondo every time because people had their lives together at the end, and I think that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Nice. Yeah, but I, I'm a softie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I shows like that all the time, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. It doesn't like, take me much. She has a nice home now, and she can move on with her life. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, she uh, came out with a second book, and uh, it's called Joy at Work, and it's organizing, organizing your professional life. And uh, right now, it is currently my bedtime book. Um, and I really, really love it because it's not, it's not um, judgmental. <laughs> I don't feel like, because also I'm reading this before bed, so it doesn't stress me out or anything. Good. It kind of like calms me. And uh, yeah, I really, really enjoy reading that. For people who like organizing, this is awesome. Um, and also another book that I bought in Marseille, but I know that uh, I know that it's available in Canada because I checked. Um, but I bought it in Marseille. Didn't really really read it because I bought like other books and I didn't really have time to touch it. And in COVID, during COVID, I really 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 tried to take the time to actually read more books I was like now I like I have no excuses you have to do it and even though you're ju you just bought it for the cover please just read it for real um, so it's in that one is in French I don't know if it's in, available in English though but it's called La Voix du Créatif uh, from uh, Guillaume Lamar and it's really perfect for if you have like a creative job it is the most Um, how do I say this? It like tells you, oh yeah, that's it. It's in our, it's in the Ottawa Design Club stories. Mm -hmm. uh, what What's the name of the highlight? If, books. Books. Book okay. recommendations. So you can go check it out. Um, and it's just so cool because it talks about the reality of having a creative job. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really good uh, if ever you have the time. And also because full circle, um, Oh my god, je sais pas pourquoi j'ai comme genre rushé ma vie. J'ai tout le temps un moment dans le podcast où je rush, puis là tout d'un coup ça fait <rire> 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 So, yeah, my last recommendation is two magazines specifically, and I think you could guess the two magazines I'm going to talk about. Oh, wait. Oui. Yep. 
Uh, so, the Smith magazine is just fucking awesome. And, like, the articles are so genuinely awesome. And the, it's so cool to take it in your hands. And the, the pictures are beautiful. And Everything. I freaking love it. And also the B-Side magazine, mm -hmm. which is so cool. I love the way that, like, just the... the uh, Eliane... Um, Kadzir is the artistic director and she is brilliant like I've never seen a book with uh, like every page is different and it but it works and it's so cool to have it in your hands and look at it and every book is different and the articles are super cool and there's like short one long one so if you're not really like a, a, a long reading person or you have like trouble reading a whole like three pages article hmm. they have like one pages or little paragraphs and it's awesome to just like open whenever and also right now it's uh the the book that i have on my coffee table and i have a feeling every time someone comes over they always pick it up and they always look inside so yeah that's it did i ramble enough i think so <laughs> <laughs> perfect amount yeah mm -hmm. so anyways to finish this off um i just want to say i'm so grateful that i've met you two because it's so cool i've never even me in like a year ago i wouldn't i would have never thought that i would be right now in on a beach doing a podcast um so well yeah, the feeling you. is mutual um, yes very happy to have met all all of the design club members everybody brings something different with their personalities and backgrounds so it's awesome or no it's amazing yeah, it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing indeed yeah. if, if you want the amazing story there's another podcast uh, all about the amazing story so you can go check that out well I have to plug it come on of yeah. course <laughs> it's your brand <laughs> so yeah thank you thank you thank you if you uh, made it this far exactly <laughs> It's my turkey noise. Essay don't toi de faire un turkey noise. Oh wow! Ah gang, mais vas-y donc toi. Ah quand même. Ouais vous avez me batté c'est clair là. Moi je fais je fais un un spring clear. Mais je vais pas le faire mais ça va faire le spring clear. Oh spring clear. Oh my god wow. Quand même. Des talents. Il y, a, il y a une de mes tantes qui est capable de faire le grasshopper. Parfait. Pour vrai? Oui, oui, vraiment. Tu me passes ton verre, s'il te plaît? Je suis incapable de faire des imitations, je vais vous dire. Mon cerveau fonctionne pas comme ça. Euh, moi non plus. Mon Puis, ça me fait chier parce que ben, mon père est excellent aussi. Mon frère aussi. Oh, voilà. C'est fatiguant quand les, les gens autour de toi sont full bons et toi, t'es comme... Oh, comment? On a tous des talents différents. Ouais. <rire> Pour être honnête, je suis pas très bonne avec le surette dans la vie. Je suis bonne avec le spicy. Okay, ben Mais le surette. Ça, c'est spicy? Un petit peu. Pas beaucoup. Vraiment pas beaucoup. Ça, c'est... 
Edamame. C'est tellement un cool mot. Edamame. 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 C'est quoi en anglais? Edamame. Edamame? Oui. Really? Huh. Ben, je pense que ça dépend du monde. Il y a du monde qui dit Edamames. Genre des I'm having Edamames. Ou Edamames. Ça, c'est pluriel. Ouais, I'm having some Edamame. Moi, je pense que je dirais Edamame. Ouais, moi aussi. Moi, j'ai Edamame. Je pense pas que je dirais Mames. Je vais appeler mon chum. Comment tu dis ça, Edamame? Taylor. Moi, la Taylor. Ah, mais c'est clair qu'en revenant, là, je vais. Je demande à mon père, papa, comment tu dis Edamame en anglais? C'est comme un. Comment tu dis Edamame? Oui, c'est vrai. Moi, je me rappelle quand j'étais jeune, dans ma tête, golf et waffles, c'était tellement différent. Je trouvais ça tellement bizarre. C'est vrai. Waffles, genre, what the fuck? Ou comme. Mais tu sais, dans les églises, là. Les, les, euh, les ronds, là, comment ça s'appelle? Des estis? Oui. Moi, je sais pas comment ça s'appelle en anglais. C'est des wafers. C'est ça que oh. mon père m'a dit! C'est pas wafers? Oh. Non, mais je t'ai dit... Je suis allée à l'église comme confort de ma vie, moi. Ben, je suis allée pour des baptêmes, là. <rire> ouais, tout baptême, mais, euh, Ben, c'est ça. Mm -hmm. oh. Mais, ouais, j'étais vraiment. Je trouvais ça poche, j'étais un peu déçue. J'étais comme, esti, tu sais, c'est nice. Wafer. C'est tellement poche comme moi. C'est pour ça que nos, euh, nos jurons sont, sont différents, nos mmh. sacrés. Ben, esti, ben, c'est le juron. C'est une hostie. Hostie, c'est ouais. ça, c'est pas esti. <rire> c'est vrai, je Imagine à l'église, donne-moi donc l'esti. Ah, <rire> oh, mais c'est tellement mon genre de faire ça. L'esti, l'hostie. <rire> Euh, bref, j'ai la bonne nouvelle de vous annoncer que le podcast est déjà commencé. Parfait. Parce que euh, je sais pas pourquoi j'aime ça quand... À chaque fois que j'écoute un podcast, je trouve ça tellement le fun quand ça commence. <rire> ça commence juste comme en conversation relaxe. Puis c'est pas comme... Euh, quand c'est trop stagé, j'ai l'impression que c'est comme... OK, là, arrive au moment genre ouais. où vous parlez mmh. pour vrai. Fait que... Euh, oh, on était supposé parler en anglais, hein, par contre. On peut, on peut recommencer par la manguer. Ben, au pire, je mettrai des bloopers à la fin. Ok. Ah. C'est bon. 